0: Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast. Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast, episode thirty eight. This is Matthew Suchek, Managing Editor of First Comics News. If you visited the site this morning, you saw the most welcome of all sites. Another trailer for the Avengers Endgame. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, go over to the site, click on the link, and watch the video. But I want to tell you, it's, I'm very, very excited for this movie. I think they're hitting all the right notes, and this is going to be a fitting end to this part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Great to see Captain Marvel interacting with Thor Uh, Some great scenes of Hawkeye training his daughter, uh, how to use a bow, maybe foreshadowing, perhaps, the next generation of superheroes. Uh, Just a a great, great trailer. So head over to firstcomicsnews.com and click on the article and check that out for sure. I had the opportunity to check out Captain Marvel as well. Despite the, uh, how do they say, internet trolls review bombing it uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, causing them to actually revise how they allow people to review movies, Captain Marvel, a big, big hit, another one in the long line of Marvel Universe success stories and cinemas. I thought it was an all right movie, a little bit slow. Uh, I kind of at the end of it thought about Guardians of the Galaxy if it focused on Star-Lord on Earth for three quarters of it. Um, Captain Marvel, Intergalactic Star, I kind of felt... A lot like uh, the original Thor movie, where Thor is a cosmic character who can go through the cosmos, explore planets, do all these things, and he's in the desert on Earth. I felt that way a lot about Captain Marvel, too. It was a slow go, but well-acted. Some of the humor didn't hit as well as previous movies. Uh, I felt somewhat like I felt when I saw Aquaman. Uh, You could tell it was a joke, but it was just dead silence in the theater. Uh Brie Larson was great. Samuel L. Jackson looked crazy good. I mean they de-aged him uh something else. Agent Colson, good to see him also uh de-aged. Uh not a big fan of what they did with the scrolls, uh the accents, uh making him a little too sympathetic without enough backstory to the actual conflict, but uh overall another solid movie. I'd put it right in the mid-range of Marvel cinematic movies, uh right there with Ant-Man, uh Black Panther. Uh, you know, just the middle-of-the-line movies. Not exceptional, but not poor by any stretch of the imagination. So comics. Uh, boy, we had a, a, a kind of a low week this week. So I'm going to talk about... Uh, well, there's no DC. I'll put that right out. I'm sorry uh, for those who requested DC reviews. I, uh, there was nothing. I stopped by my local comic shop here in Cranston, uh, Rhode Island, Time Capsule Comics. And there was nothing of note for d c that even you know, grabbed my eye, uh, but I do have a marvel title uh, unfortunately it 's the same marvel title I talked about last time amazing spider man uh, the next part of the hunted uh, saga, I guess part one, the last one was a prequel very very cool uh, again this is this is neat. Nick Spencer knows his stuff man he he knows he 's got it down, Pat. The whole beginning was right out of the, uh, the classic, uh, was it 1988, 89, uh, Kraven storyline where he hunted, uh, Spider-Man, uh, just well done. Uh, this is the first major arc slash crossover, uh, I don't, not even a crossover, but like an epic multi-part story, uh, that I've been excited for from a, the big two in many a year. So check that out. As always, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, and expense of doing a great job over there. Last week I talked about um, it. In case you missed it, uh, number one, uh, that's the name of the comic. I see. Why am I? Uh, well, as is for all independent comics, sometimes uh, I get something a little late. I just checked the review page uh, that they provided me, and issue two hit uh, comic shops Wednesday. Uh, this is a, again a reprint, all ages title, uh, ninety nine cents. Uh, very, very cool story. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know, man, 99 cents. I mean, why can't you give it a try? It's a sci-fi theme, uh, title about family, about adventure, uh, by Michael Brasco. Uh, and it, it's very cool. Uh, I think, man, I don't know why these don't sell more. Uh, I, really, it's, I look at the comic sales I know they do a good direct sale business. Uh, you can order from them, get big bundles of comics for next to nothing. Uh, of course, they're a local publisher up in New Hampshire as well. But uh, if you see any of these Alterna Comics, I See Why Am I, last week I did Mystery Man, I believe. Uh, just give it a try. Uh, they also had a title come out. It came out on a Wednesday, it came out on a Wednesday Issue 5. And this is a bi-monthly uh, bi- anthology double-sized uh, comic book. Very cool. A lot of uh, new talent in there, so definitely check that out. One title that I uh, I saw come up, which almost blew me away, was Gold Digger by Antarctic Press, uh, issue 260 of Fred Perry's long-running title. Uh, it's uh, what's the word, anamorphic, where they you know the animals uh, you know act like humans. I mean, Antarctic Press has been around forever and a day. I mean. This goes all the way back to Yasagi, Ujimbo, uh, Critters. What were some of the other ones I read back in the day? I mean, yeah, of course you had the, kind of the turtles, but uh, the, the the killer kiwis for hire, all, all these weird things. But man, Fred Perry's been writing this comic for God, how long has he been doing it? It's, he's he's got it down pat. A very anime feel to it. Uh, it. It's it's I mean, God, people who buy this buy this religiously. It has a small but devoted following. Uh, I mean, check out issue 250, the big celebration issue. I mean, the guy does good work. It's a a nice little diversion. I I mean, obviously people are reading it. 260 issues is just an absolute phenomenal run for an independent comic book. Uh, He was doing anime style before anime style got big. Uh, Just great. Uh, This issue, I mean, it's easy enough to pick up and kind of get what's going on. Uh, they do publish a three-page letter from, I guess, someone who writes in quite frequently, uh, Mike Kazamarka. I'm not even going to attempt to say that name, even though I just did. Uh, he sums up the 250th issue uh, rather nicely. But, I mean, you've got to support the independent comics as well. You just can't be buying Marvel and DC. Don't be a zombie or or whatever else you want. Um, you know what? I'm going to be a zombie for a second. I'm going back to Marvel Uh, for one of the more unexpected titles I actually missed this Uh, it came out I think two weeks ago but I saw it and I I did like a double take it was Ziggy Pig and Silly Seal Comics issue 1 this is a one shot celebrating uh, 80 years of Marvel Comics Uh, it's one of a series of one shots including Gunhawks and love uh, love romances Uh, Back in the 40s, I think it was 42, they made their first appearance. Back then, these Critter books were all the rage. It was humor titles, uh, were the bestsellers before Superman, Batman, and everyone came along and really made it a superhero type of uh, world. Um, But they're, I mean, I wouldn't say they're super super popular, but they had a a decent enough run of uh, a couple years of publishing. They've been published on and off, but in the celebration of 80 years of Marvel Comics, uh, they did this one-shot uh, by Frank Thierry and John Cervelli uh, art by Jacob Chabot. So it's I was wor- <laughs> well first I thought it was oh my this is cool this is cool then I saw on the front parental advisory and I was afraid they were going to go crude. I thought they were going to go you know and they do get a little little saucy there but still I I actually enjoyed it. I I went in I didn't expect to enjoy it like I did. But any comic book that has uh, cameos by Brute Force, Peter Pork, Spectacular Spider-Ham, Forbush Man, and Method Man cannot be all bad. Uh, it's not, a, I mean, it, the story doesn't really move very far. It's very much reminds me of the old titles, uh, Self-Contained Humor. Uh, but the art is great. Uh, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, I was sad to see it end at the end of the issue. I was kind of sad this was a one-shot. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man and uh Ziggy Pig and Silly Seal were the uh the two Marvel picks of the month, so it tells you how that's going. Back to independence. You know what? I'm gonna talk another one. You know what? Let's do the pick of the week. Um as many of you may know, I used to hold a host a podcast for Red Circle Comics, uh, the Archie Superhero Line, which Archie cannot seem to get right. They try to do all ages. They made a big deal out of making comics uh, for everyone, and then they quickly gave up on that. Uh, the Fox remains one of the best uh, superhero, non-Marvel, non-DC superhero titles I've ever read. Uh, but, it, I mean, it did good business, good sales, but they wanted more. They got hooked on that uh, the little adrenaline rush of uh, Afterlife with Archie, and they wanted these huge sales, so they went dark. And uh, that didn't work at all. And it's just been floundering. Uh, So imagine my surprise when I saw another publisher, again, Antarctic Press, release Exciting Comics issue one. Uh, An all new... Exciting Comics was a golden age title. And these are golden age, uh, you know, public domain characters, I I would assume. Uh, But it was $1.99 for the first issue. And it's introducing their superverse. And again, we've heard this from... Uh, Archie before where we're going to bring in a superhero universe that everyone can read uh, you know with the old style superheroes who weren't dark and gritty who actually did right because it was the right thing to do um, so exciting t- comics will be their uh, debut title for the heroes uh, they're going to be mixing in heroes from the golden age Uh, They got some things in plan. Uh, Publisher Ben Dunn writes a very nice introductory uh, editorial. Uh, And this one has three, count them, three uh, superheroes, uh, Blackjack, Crimson Scorpion, and Madame Mask. Uh, Out of the three, I thought Blackjack was uh, a very, very strong, uh, you know, first part. Uh, then Crimson Scorpion, and Madam Mask didn't really grab me as much as the other two, but a nice anthology with three different superhero titles uh, for ninety-nine. That, my friends, gets the pick of the week. Uh, Antarctic Press, well done and congratulations. Can't wait for Exciting Comics issue two. I believe it's going to come out bi-monthly, so we got a little bit of a wait. Uh, we'll get that one in April. This came out uh, end of February. Uh, but as with independent comics, I just caught my eye so very very cool um uh, so thank you guys very much for watching i'm going to be back every week talking about some of the new comics on the stands that you can pick up as well as movies and everything else related to superheroes until next time keep buying those independent comics guys thank you for listening to the first comics news podcast visit first comics for all your comic news email us at First Comics News Podcast at gmail.com.